Red Motivators! Shit, yes. It's the catch, too. I would have liked the run. I would like to invite two. you to shut your damn mouth. Here we go. <laughs> Episode. Could you mind shutting the fuck up? Thanks. Here we I appreciate go. it. Here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 217 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strathers. And with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts. One Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Hey, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself, because I'm bad for your health. I come real stuff. Dropping bombs on your moms. Kill call alarms. <laughs> I think that's the fourth time we've done that one, but I have to, I'm, I'm probably cool. I'm you know cool. what? It I'm came cool right it. off the top of the head, dude. I play the same songs at every gig. It's, it's what you're gonna do. I have news. Sometimes you go back to the greatest hits of Cracker Rap. I have news. <laughs> the greatest hits. You better He's sit down. The songs now, right now. Are you sitting down? Oh, uh oh. Breaking news. Breaking news. I just glanced over at my phone as we're trying to trim down. I mean, because there's so much Star Wars information to talk about right now. That we were trying to like basically trim it down so the episode didn't turn into a 20 hour ordeal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But listen, <laughs> I glance over at my phone and I see a notification. A notification from my podcatcher. Do you know what it said? That bad motivators jail. is back, baby. What? Back just popped yeah. up. The yep. parole board, like we sweet talk the parole yep. board. We got out of podcast jail. In fact, the probation is really not there. I mean, how can we complain? It's like they found us in the desert, repaired us, and now we're a map maker at a like local mechanic shop. Uh, what? Sorry. Wait. So I'm sorry. That was I was reading. I, made- I was reading the email. So so now so now they're saying. For a second violation, your account will be temporarily blocked for 14 days. And if now they're saying the third time is when it's permanently closed. Right. So before it said a second time it was permanently closed. So maybe they make an exception here. I don't, I know. don't know what's going on, man. But regardless. Maybe your, maybe your quick-footedness on fixing re- the episodes. Re- regardless. Regardless. Um, I just want to say that we went to the parole board and said uh-huh. – your Honor, look at look at my clients. Look at them; they're idiots. You can't you can't possibly hold their actions against them. I mean, they're they're feeble minded, uh-huh. incapable to re- represent themselves in the simplest of proceedings here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it turns out that it wasn't a courtroom at all. But it oh. was the drive-through at McDonald's, and man, yeah. did I waste my breath. But the, the, regardless, the motivators, man. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. Okay, we're back. And a huge, huge thanks to our friends who helped us get these last two episodes out to Arage and to Steel. We couldn't have done it without you. I like Steel jumping in into the cover of the uh, Bare Naked Ladies song that some other dude did. <laughs> Look, I get it. I understand the caution. It's that was actually a safe one, but but from it's now just on, funny. it's just funny that he yeah. did it. And his and his Tom DeLonge story yeah. he put over top of it was yeah. was way better than what we were talking. About. It was. <laughs> oh it yeah. Was. But but okay. So anyway, man. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. No more no more songs up in the motivators. <laughs> and God forbid if we ever got like struck down 
we would we would pop up somewhere else, no, another <laughs> provider or something. Then that would just mm-hmm. be how it was going to go. You can't get rid of you us. Can't, nope, you, you can't. You can't kill us. You can't. You can't keep a good podcast down. That doesn't apply here. Just like our boy R5. You also can't get rid of us. But, uh, just like our boy R5. You're going to show up eventually in Star Wars again. But no, yeah, we're just like herpes. We keep coming back. That's yeah, what it right? is. We're back. And <laughs> I am just thankful that, you know, finally that it happened. Now, here's the part that's disappointing. They gave us a 14-day takedown, right? I get the feeling that if I had not reached out again, they wouldn't have wouldn't have taken it down. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't have wouldn't have reinstated the show. I assumed mm-hmm. it would just be automatic. Two weeks go by and boom, we're back on. Nope. I had to complain twice. Hey, it's been 15 days. It's been 15 days since you took my podcast <laughs> down. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And, it's so uh, funny because I just followed that that lead singer from the Bare Lake Naked Ladies. I can't remember his name, but his son is on TikTok. And he's like, it's great having a dad who was in a famous band, but his music wrecks your good time all the time. Then <laughs> he like went on to explain like all these instances where it's like like somewhere embarrassing and then his dad's music comes on. That's kind of funny. Oh my gosh, dude. That would what what I love about rock star kids stories is when, like to us, they are the coolest rock star in the world, but to their kids who are like, Jesus Christ, Dad. You know, <laughs> like to to Dave Grohl, his kids are like, oh my God. God, he's so awesome though. And like Jack Black's son. Why oh. God, Dad, come on. <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to hear with you Dude, love or hate Jack Black, he's a talented musician. Dude. Like, Tenacious oh, dude. D is Awesome. His vocal ability is mm-hmm. out of this world. Even if you find it annoying, all the all the stuff he hi, 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 you know, his like perfect pitch yeah. control and everything. Speaking of music, hang on. Also, how can you how can someone say that they don't like Jack Black? That's what I want to say real quick. I've but, I've met a few people and I've wondered if they have a mental uh okay. issue. Uh, Eric, he can, he can be a say? lot to take sometimes. I get that. That's like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah hilarious yeah. great physical comedian but like ace ventura pet detective if i have to i can only take so much you know what i mean like especially if somebody can imitate him perfectly which i had a friend who could steve i know you're not listening to this but if you ever were uh i'm talking about you <laughs> he can imitate him perfectly dude you ever wonder if that wears thin oh yeah it wears thin yeah. Yeah. so anyhow anyhow Here's, I, I just want to talk about something real quick. You know, you, I have been talking about for a while now this jazz slash R&B gig that I had coming up. Mm-hmm. And it was this past Friday. And I'm going to tell you something that I probably didn't talk about enough going in because I didn't want to like speak that over myself, you know, but uh, I was pretty nervous, man. Mm-hmm. I not, it, not, I mean, I'm talking like, oh God, what if I get in there and they think you're the worst, right? Yeah, I get to the first rehearsal that was at this little tiny like cigar bar slash uh, like listening room where they have a drum kit and a small PA set up and dudes just come in there and play. Mm-hmm. Like, and when we got there, a guy I knew who's a great pianist, great drummer, he's in there playing piano while his sister's practicing for this show she's doing. They just mm-hmm. go in there and have okay. rehearsals. So we show up, we rehearse. And these two cats playing keyboards are like some of the best musicians I've ever seen in my life. Mm. 
And okay. Drew, the drummer, is like really well known in these circles, and the bass player is just top shelf. And then there's me, and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, and and that first rehearsal, once it happened, I'm like, okay, all right, this is cool. The next night we rehearsed at the venue, mm-hmm. got a sound check going, and I'm like, all right, I've been in the venue, I know the feel of the room, it's great, dude. The gig comes, and a couple of my friends. And their spouses came out and were up like in this little balcony thing. It's a bar, but it's pretty decent size. Oh, okay. Here's the deal. We opened with the training montage from Rocky Four. Nice. Dun, 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 it, and, and we stopped halfway through because one of the keyboardists kind of got off. And the drummer looks over him and he's like, man, what? Come on. The change made you, you weren't even, what? He turns to the crowd and yells out. He goes, we're starting this up again. I said, where are we taking it from? From He goes, no, from the top. Let's go. And that was our opening number. But dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, and it's kind of, I'm bearing my soul here, and it's funny that I should say that. But you know how, I might actually start crying. I've been very overwhelmed trying to talk about this gig. You remember you saw the movie Soul, right? Yeah, yes. I loved that movie. And when he talks about like how when it's happening, there's a moment where suddenly you're just like, this thing happens, and you're you're not outside of yourself, but everything else is gone. Yeah, it happened. It happened cool. to me for real, dude. I just cool. Everything was so good and these guys and it's like i've never experienced anything like that i've been playing in rock bands where you're playing out you're playing out at Mm -hmm. the people out at the people but we're all like looking at each other and we're kind of set up in this like soft half circle to where we can all see each other nodding at each other to play and like the crowd was super behind what i was doing the there's some video like whenever i'm soloing like the keyboard player that's next to me stops and is watching me and the sax players watching me everybody looks at who's doing their thing you know what i mean That's it was cool. so weird to me man and i i we did this song spain by chick korea and i haven't seen any video from it yet but i tweeted about this this week i i really feel like it was the best improvised solo i've ever ever played in my life and wow. and you know but it's one of those things where you always wonder if it was mm-hmm. you know how was it really i know this is what it seemed like to me well, we took a break right after that song. And I go upstairs to the balcony where Lucas is, and he moves, and it's just, just as soon as he sees me coming so I can sit down, and he tells me, he's like, I wish I would have recorded that. <laughs> and I was like, was it good? He's like, yeah, dude. It, was, it, <laughs> was, it, cool. it changed my life. I am not joking. It was a life-changing experience. And that's, uh, that's that's very cool. And I mean, I mean, how how long have you been playing music, dude? Thirty five, yeah. thirty six years. And the fact the fact you can still get that from music is a beautiful thing, my dude. It dude really music is. will music yeah. will never go away in society. <laughs> and, and here's what was weird to me, man. And uh, it's this guy's birthday. He he put on this concert for his own birthday. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Tons of people came out and support. Place was sold out. Some, a couple of my friends who had come, uh, they weren't even able to get in. So oh, they wow. sat out on the patio and ate and stuck around through the first little bit of the first set. 
And uh, anyhow, man, the guys, I'm talking to the guys afterward, and I was telling them, look, this this was a huge deal to me. And he was telling me how, he, he said, I fell in love with your playing when we were doing this country thing. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> I, and he I goes, I like country. <laughs> well, but I mean, he's just telling me that it's like, he's like what you brought to the table. And I was so, we were so into it. And I told Jordan, they were joking around. They're like, he's the key. It's like, (laughs) it reminded me of Seinfeld. And that's funny. And it was, and it was a thing. And like how, how they viewed me was a hundred percent different than how I viewed myself. Wow. Hmm. I mean, when you realize how much that happens to just people in general, that they view themselves sometimes, way too much better than other people view them. <laughs> but oftentimes... <laughs> that happens more often than not. Yeah, what they sell themselves short, you know? Dude, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It, and so there's a song at the end of this episode, okay? Just FYI. It's live audio from that show. No copyright problems here, okay? It's it's just live audio from it's that on show. It's way they can get cares? us on that. Yeah. You didn't put any code. <laughs> you didn't even put any, like computer audio code in there yeah there's nothing i mean it's just it's cell phone video or something from this show and uh it's really cool it's really neat you you talking about soul and that moment in soul and then experience it in life i had that after the fact watching a movie remember the kevin costner movie for the love of the game he was a pitcher had renee russo you probably never saw it. no i know the movie you're talking about yeah, so in that movie, he has a moment where he says, turn on the mechanism, and it makes the crowd just completely go away in his mind. He doesn't even hear them anymore, and that is impossible. It's not impossible to do in sports, but I've been there three times in my life, and so that just reminded me, you mentioning that you had that moment. Because when I saw that film, I was like, I've had that moment only three times, but I've had that. Yeah. What's makes it, It's what makes the great people great what they do you know if they can tie into that so i just dude that's so cool you had that moment dude it was it was something and and it's like i forgot to be in love with music the way i'm supposed to be in love with music and uh, here's another thing i pulled out my american fender american strat that i hadn't played in it was my main guitar for years it's the only guitar i have that has a name its name is stratty the strat and uh <laughs> my white guitar that i was planning on playing was humming really bad in this room because there's like they had a um uh uh not fluorescent what's the word neon bar sign up here on oh, the wall. okay and dude mm. for high gain guitars those are like the kiss of death but i had my strat as my backup i pulled that out and was like oh so now i remember why you're my favorite guitar for so long i played that <laughs> dude it killed killed anyway that's all i'll say about it no, it, that, that's just really cool. You know what's funny though is um, the way you know I've been, been talking to you every week for four years, and and it's I've always kind of compared you to a friend of mine. His name's uh, Zach. You guys are both very technical minded in a lot of ways. Um, when it comes like when it comes to all anything anything, anything to do with it with a computer or whatever even has like your same like obsessive qualities when it comes to like motorcycles and working <laughs> out and guys but he just is this if you, you guys are very similar people in that respect um and but he played guitar too but he was not um he would always say he didn't have that spark to um uh, 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 improv 
mm-hmm. to 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 let it come out of him. Like he he was a very good guitar player, but it was from music that he learned. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so like I I never I didn't I'm not saying you were like that, but that was kind of one of those things that kind of separated you two a little bit. But like I still felt like you were still you felt to me like you were really concerned about nailing the music that you learned. Like that was right. kind of like what kind of kind of how you are, mm-hmm. but the here, but 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 to see you go out there and like and do your little thing, that was it. Was it was it was really cool, and it it reminded me a little bit of. And I actually watched this video again because of all the celebration stuff people were putting out there because it's been two years. Oh yeah, I know what video you're referring to because I watched it also. Yeah, the the video of of Eric down in the basement, just like and I haven't seen it. I've I heard oh. somebody talking about it, but I haven't watched. Oh, you it. want me to send it to you? I got it on my phone. Yeah, man, it's and, the one uh, with Josh Nelson playing the harmonica. It's so good. Yeah, and um, to me. it just like it it brought that back to me because like you know like it that was you kind of just kind of playing around getting your fingers warmed up or whatever just to do just messing around in a crowd or whatever but like you can see that you you have that ability you just never i don't think you ever really quite get to do it because you're you're playing music that you have to play right <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what i've always seen you do and like i don't and i and i don't know i don't know like when you made your album like you wrote that right like that was yeah so with that what that is is um it's i took classical themes you know what i mean like uh-huh. yeah, yeah. straight out of classical music i mean one of them is mozart's sonata in c mm-hmm. like basically yeah. verbatim um but then like arranged them differently turn them into more like rock grooves and the whole bit but it was all very structured and very regimented but yeah i i yeah, I produced and arranged that whole thing, but it, but it, but it was still not like free, like jazz. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, yeah all a hundred percent meticulously planned. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. mean, to the point where I had to like think out ahead of time. There's a song on there that I called um, uh, EKN, which is a mm-hmm. uh, Incline Nacht music. You know, dun mm-hmm. dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. But I had mm-hmm. that starts out in um, it's in G, it's key of G, and then I have it to where it jumps into this groove that's in D, and so then at the end I had to figure out how to get from this one groove in D back to the key center of G, and I plotted out this whole like melodic turn where it ends with this series of eighth note triplets, uh, <laughs> uh, or was I doing sixteenth? Let me think about how it goes. What about quarter note triplets? Oh, it's well, that's where I'm heading with it. It's it's in sixteenth notes. It's going da 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 triplet triplet da da da. And so that's where it switches back to G. It's pretty hit. But yeah, man, it's all very planned. And here's the thing: like I've done like a lot of arena rock stuff, the big TSO thing. It's extremely well rehearsed. Everybody has to land on their mark, and you know your thing, and you go and you do it. There's not a lot of playing off each other especially when you're playing with a click in your ears, you're just doing your thing and you know exactly when you're Mm -hmm. supposed to play what. And in Throw the Horns, I mean, there's parts of my solos that I improvise. And that's only because I'm not interested in sitting down and learning a solo to a song that I really don't care about that much. Yeah. But doing this jazz thing is 100% different. Oh my gosh, it's so different. And wow, what a thing. (laughs) And dude, I gotta say, all the vocal stuff we did was like, dude, it was off the hook, man. <laughs> we did this cool. song called uh, Tadao. It's really cool. And uh, went into, um, 
if anybody is into like this style of like soul R and B, that's uh, the song called "Bad Habits" by Maxwell. The dude who oh, yeah. sang that is like yeah. had that whole falsetto thing down, and oh my gosh, uh-huh. we were killing it. And then, but at the end, what we ended with was this mashup of two Sade tunes. Um, uh, uh, no Ordinary Love. This is no ordinary love. Oh, and yeah, we did yeah, it in yeah. B flat minor instead of B minor. Uh-huh. So that whenever we got to Sweetest Taboo, it was a mashup. Oh. Oh, my God, dude. We, it was so cool. And the girl who sang it. Whew, nailed it. Anyhow, blah blah blah. Eric nice. had a gig, but <laughs> yeah, so you but know. it was fun talking about the music. And then you started talking about all your symphonic music, and I'm like, you know what? I'd like Eric to play for me in rock style is the Planets by Gustav Holst because I fucking <laughs> love that symphony. Well, <laughs> if you've ever watched the movie The Right Stuff, that's the soundtrack. It, like, like that's one of the main themes of the song they keep using is is parts of that symphony, and it's just fantastic. And in a heavy metal style, it would fucking rule. Well, um, the uh, uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra had this song called The Mountain. And mm-hmm. I've featured audio of us doing it. But it starts off with a play on um, uh, Mars. Is oh, yeah, Mars that's my favorite from that. Yeah, dun, that's my favorite. Dun, dun, dun. It's It's... It's got that in there. But anyhow, blah, blah, blah. You know what we should talk about since everybody's sick of hearing about what I got out of this is is this. All right. Who wants to be the who? Because I'm just going to tell you right now, the only thing I got was that gig. So, (laughs) Luke, did you get anything? Um. This is the reason I'm bringing this up because it was really cool of a, a friend of ours too, uh, and uh, well, I should say a, a friend of mine and a friend of me to uh, Eric's uh, Rashad. Uh, <laughs> I love Wait, that dude. Like me? <laughs> I love that dude. I give him a. How lot is he of not grief, my friend? But I do love him. Huh? I got that dude in my phone. How is he not my friend? I'm not talking about you. Do you not remember the, the uh, last uh, two weeks? Eric's been doing this thing against Rashad. Come on. Yes, now. I forgot. I forgot. And, Sorry. And anyways, I ruined it. The the um he uh I, I I don't have a record player, right? But there are a lot of albums and, and album uh, covers that I really like the way they look and stuff that are very classic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um the Queens of the Stone Age album, uh Songs for the Death. Uh, has been out mm-hmm. of print for a long time, or out of reproduction for a long time, and um, and they're and they did like a they're doing like a short reprint run of the album. It's got really cool vinyl discs. They're like really red and kind of uh, milky looking in a way. They're really like mm. really kind of foggy looking red vinyl, and with, mm. with that classic cover of it. And they did a, a and, and and he's a member of some vinyl club, so that you have you have, you have to pay membership fees to be to be in. And he and he bought he 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 got it for me, so I could I paid him for it. But you know what I mean. But like it was the fact that he like he knows how much of a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan I am, and he hit me up like, hey man, they had had these out for a long time. You can get this. You want to get them? I'm like yes, yes, Rashad, yes. So I got uh, a good friend and Rashad Cosm. So thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. What about he you? Is good people. What about you, Dallas Wood? I got an actual Star Wars toy. Oh, nice. <laughs> My buddy Jesse was in uh, a Walmart or Target up 
like 15 miles north of here. Is he a friend? He grabbed, yeah. Is he, he a good friend of yours? Yeah. <laughs> He's my good buddy, Jesse. I always referred to him as that. But lately something's changed yeah. and it's What's hard that? to define. Mm-hmm. Jesse got himself a Boca tan and you want to make her <laughs> mine. Oh, sorry, <laughs> little Rick Springfield. I would put a sound clip in here, but I'd like having my podcast back on the podcast. Yeah, I don't want to go back so. to jail. We're, we're the kind of group that we learned our lesson, our reciprocity. What is that word? Reciprocity. We, we're, yeah, reciprocity. Here's the is thing. Our rate it, is it's zero. really, it's literally the fact that it's fucking Taylor Swift. That's why it got taken down. Like she's like the hottest thing in the world, and like that's just that's really what it is. <laughs> well, well, anyway, this Bo-Katan is hot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wh- I got a hot take. Speaking of hot, this might be the nicest detailed Mando figure they've done with the license. I mean, her helmet, like little like shading effects on like the knees. The the blasters don't look generic with just generic paint. There's like wear like wear shading on them, and her face like because they've been screwing up sculpts, but this one is nailed i mean it's it's one of the better figures if you're gonna spend some money on a hasbro figure go ahead and spend the 25 bucks or 20 or whatever you end up getting it for but he was nice enough to give it to me so i actually don't know what we paid for it <laughs> well i'm patiently waiting for her to come in i've not got any notifications from i don't remember which i, I think it, i think it was the uh oh shit what's the what's the 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 geek uh Oh my god! It doesn't fucking matter. I, the, I, I've not gotten a notification yet, and everybody's getting theirs. I'm kind of upset about it. So I hope, mm. it, I hope it comes in. That's the only thing. I, it's the only, only, it's the only figure I've wanted for a long time. So, um, there uh, was two others in that wave that I really wanted, and off the top of my head, I can't remember what they are, and that's probably a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Dave Strutt sent me a, a picture of. Uh, uh, Jar Jar Binks on the yep. racks for fifteen bucks somewhere. Mm. Yeah. And he was like, he, he was like, he's like, are Here you sure? Locally. You he was like, he's like, are you sure you don't want one? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like for some reason here in Utah, he is a peg warmer. He is here too. That made uh, me feel real sad. I Here's know, the deal, too, man. Strut and I talked about this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Dallas. Strut and I were talking about this. You know, it's it's it, part of it is it's. Ah, maybe we uh, grossly overestimated how much people wanted a Jar Jar action figure. Sorry about that. I hit something and like there was music really loud in my ears for a second. Uh, <laughs> huh. it, but uh, it, it's it's kind of t- two years too late. Yeah. If, if this would have been for sale at Celebration and around yeah. that time, I think yeah. it would the story would be different. But right. re- regardless, I mean, well, to the general public, there'd still be a lot of them sitting on the shelf, you know. That's yeah. the first mistake they made, and the second ma- mistake was the price point. Yeah, get rid of the shield. Just freaking make it a twenty dollar figure. It wouldn't be sitting on the pegs, and it had come out two years earlier. How much was it? Thirty? Is it thirty or thirty? Thirty five. Yeah, thirty five so is what I paid for mine. It's just it. it like I can like I like I understand that 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 the that the standard figure is moving towards that twenty five dollar mark. I can see it happening. I understand, but don't add a little translucent shield and call it thirty five bucks. Like right, it's just, it's just or 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 that it's slightly just like that, bigger that, packaging is the reason for the ten dollar hike. 
it's just like that 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 Luke and Yoda. I see that thing everywhere too on Dagobah. I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of those. Too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and those are like forty bucks. I'm like, look, first of all, that Yoda should have never been a twenty dollar figure, never. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the fact that they're putting them together and they get, oh yeah, this is this is this is an easy forty dollar score for us. No, no, it's just it it should it should have been thirty bucks, and you should have moved on with your life. Yeah. I Welcome just, to the new bad motivator segment. How Hasbro is fucking up. <laughs> well, Except they are. For, I I do dig that Wedge Antilles helmet they're coming out with. Yeah, and they are coming out with a, a raised lightsaber. So there is the, the one she made at the end of Rise of Skywalker. So I mean, right? I mean, there are some things they're doing well, and I I always feel like all their lightsabers just like sell out like immediately. Like I, mm-hmm. I, and their helmets, and most of the helmets do too. Like people like that stuff because they really want to have like the nice quality you know, movie quality re- reproduction of those things, but they can't, they just can't afford them. No, and so like and spending a hundred, like a hundred dollars for a helmet or like $200 for a nice lightsaber seems way more feasible than like a thousand other way, other way, yeah. you know? So my, my Mando helmet should be showing up here soon. I did get one. I've just been waiting for it to show up nice. with the light, you know, that comes out. That's pretty dope, man. Right. I, you know, Typically, I wouldn't go in for something like that, but yeah, that is cool. That's what I figured. I'm like, if I'm going to get one of the Mando helmets, that's the one I want. I want the Mandalorian helmet. Even though I love Boba Fett just as much, that was the one I got to have. And I'll be honest with you, I think I'm going to grab this Wedge Antilles one, and I'm definitely going to get Ray's lightsaber for my daughter for her birthday by next October. I mean, she's got to have it. That's It's not for me. It's for her. That's cool. You know, yeah. I've got that empty hill that I want to build, and um, I think it, I think it'll it'll turn out really good. But gosh, the thought of just being able to go get one off the shelf—it's <laughs> right. kind of appealing. Right. I have found that right. like my the amount of time that I'm willing to spend built working on lightsabers versus the amount of time I have, it, it's mm-hmm. not great. I like I know how to do it. But I think it might be one of those things. If somebody wanted me to build them one, I'd probably do it. But if I want one for myself, I might just buy one already built. Um, Eric, let me ask you a question. Dallas, I don't, I don't think you bought it because you had the, the other one. But Eric, did you buy the the Sheev Palpatine on his throne? Yeah, Black Series. Is it still, I, did. Is it, I had the Kautobukiya. Yeah, is it still in the box? <sighs> Maybe. Yes. It's still in the box. I had to have it. Couldn't no, wait. No. And there there's a reason why I'm bringing that up. The reason why I'm bringing that up, like those are fetching like 250 bucks minimum on eBay right now. Yeah, dude, really? sell it. Yeah, sell it, dude. <laughs> sell well, now it. I you feel spent... like I it must. It's worth something. I better keep it. It got that's the problem, right? Yeah. I took mine out of the box. Here's 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 what I found. Those Amazon exclusives, almost all of them, are worth a lot more money than the other exclusives. Really? And, yeah, Except I don't know. Except the Sith Trooper, carbonized. I don't think it's worth. Much. No, it is. It's oh, worth, really? It's 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 worth just about as much as the the carbonized Mando one. I'm Pretty, selling that one then, because I don't just, give a shit about that. It's it's well, it's it. I think you probably sell it somewhere between like seventy to hundred bucks. Uh, if it was like over a hundred, I'd do it. But like, I mean, that's still high. It was a twenty dollar figure. But I mean, like, true. But I mean, 
Um, but but you're not looking to offload like Eric and I are. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying, Eric, that like start looking at some of those pieces because if I still had that sheave in the box, I'm kind of upset I took it out. I would have I would have sold it easily. Huh. I may been saying that, for man. years, gentlemen, don't take them out of the box. Let's yeah, just but, remember that. <laughs> well, I think what happens is pat, this, pat, pat on your back. What do you want me to do for you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> never right, so I'm just going to gloat he's, a little he's bit. He's riding on the high of this one. Right, that man, you gotta win. You take your little small victories and burying them in the ground. No, I like having them out of the box. <laughs> well, the here's only reason why I don't always why I'm upset about it is because I could have sold it for three hundred dollars. Besides that, I don't yeah. really care. What do you have? I'm gonna kill yes, both of you easily. Here's the here's the thing. Are you listening? Yeah. Because here's the thing. What ends up happening is that I don't buy the. I mean, we call them collectibles. But I'm not buying them as a wheeling and dealing collector. No. Yeah. My point with them is to have them and and play with them and that sort of thing. I don't, you know, I don't buy them with the intent of turning them over, of selling them. That's not what my Star Wars stuff is to me. Now, admittedly, when I find out, like in this case, that there's something that people will pay a premium for, it's like, I'm not particularly in love with this. I would probably let it go. It's it's makes me very tempted, but at the same time, I bought that thing to have it sitting out on a shelf on display or like play my, my daughter was making fun of me today. As a matter of fact, about how I never play with my toys. I'm like, I do too. And she goes, you just set them up. I said, well, I set them up and I look at them and I move them around and rearrange them. That's playing with them when you're a grown up. So, (laughs) you know, I don't know, man. Kids. Uh, Yeah. With the exception of opening them, we're the same though. I mean, like I don't buy them to sell them, but like I, don't, said, I don't either. It's just it's just yeah. now I realizing I'd like to have a few less things, and you know, like it, and definitely if the if the Funkos are still worth like what what they used to be, I'd have, they'd all be gone by now. Dude, but, I want them gone. I'm sick of them. But I want them gone. It's just it's just being able. I think it's also because I'm not working, and so like just being able to recoup any kind of money would be nice. Just like to have extra funds yeah. go into the PayPal account, like for for my, I could buy this thing money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, it, you could get your Boba Fett hot toy that you'd rather have than sixteen pops or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'd rather have, the stuff I'd, I'd rather have that 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 Boba Fett hot toy over all of my Funko Pops and probably all of my Black Series Same figures here. put together. Same so, here, actually. I mean, it's just, any uh, of them. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I would do lots of combining to get that figure, um, but. It's yeah. It's just I uh. There, there's some stuff I like to get rid of. That's it. And and, and the fact that I just didn't know that had such a value to it. And I think it's because Amazon, like legit, does limited releases where like Target seems to just keep pumping them out until the fucking cows come home. You know what I mean? Like if if a Target if Target has an exclusive, you'll see it there for months. <laughs> and oh, and maybe, remember that Chewbacca one they had for a while, the Han Solo one. Yeah, the one you're talking you're just, about, or no, yeah, the uh, Empire the solo Strikes movie. Back one. One Wait, of them, one? It, you know, it, the solo one it was yeah, the one because the, that was the one with the goggles. Yeah, yeah, and it was in the regular box, and it would just sit on the shelves. If you recall, we talked about this endlessly, like how yeah. oh, there's some more Chewbacca's. Yeah, 
you know, no, the Empire Strikes Back one was uh, an Amazon exclusive, I believe, and it, you can't get that either. So, like, but like, but like, I think it's because Amazon is so easy just to buy right now instead of having mm-hmm. to like go hunt it down that mm-hmm. there the stock goes out a lot quicker. Like, I don't know if they actually have fewer pieces than say a Target does for their exclusives, but it, but the but the, but they sell out so quick that it feels like there's not very many of them. So there's so their value goes up. Yeah. Well, and there's probably some truth to the fact that they're not relying on the brick and mortar to move it per se. And Target's trying to mix it up with online and brick and mortar sales. So that can probably affect how a lot of like you'll see in certain targets like this one figure is stocking up because it's just not selling in this particular town or state. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah. we, we, we've we all had our run-ins with Target and their exclusives and online and store, pick and pick up. We've all had those problems. Cancel your thing you paid for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eric and I were there hardcore when it was uh, Xbox Series X day. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, 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 I remember and tar- that day. And Target was one of the big offenders of that whole scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I have friends who still complain to this day that they don't have their PlayStation Five or X Xbox. You know, yeah. speaking of 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 Xbox, I do want to throw something out there that in the Who Got What thing, I picked up the Cobra Kai: The Legend Continues game or whatever. I think that's what, what it's called. Dude, it is. <laughs> It's Awful? ridiculous. No, well, no. Okay, I I had seen it and thought, man, I bet that's something. I should get it. And it was 40 bucks. And I'm like, I'm definitely not getting it. Not for that. <laughs> I don't care. And then I was at Target and it was on sale for $30. I'm like, huh. Well, I wonder if it's on sale at Amazon. <laughs> so I look and it's not on sale at Amazon. It's closer to 50 bucks. And so then I just randomly look on the box online store and digital, it's 20 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'm buying that right now. It's only on sale mm-hmm. for four more days. So I buy it, head home. It's already installed on the Xbox, and I play it. Dudes, it is so worth $20. Really? <laughs> it's like it's like Street Fighter, okay, in a way. Okay. Where it's not a side-scroller exactly, but it's okay. similar. and But it's okay. almost like a cartoon. And is it like 3D at all, or is it just side kind of? No, it's it's like 3D. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's kind of like, um, oh man, remember when Sega first had the first 3D fighting game right after like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Virtual Fighter? Is it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. And so, like, you're looking at it at a slight top down angle to get to the third dimension, but you have to, you can only go this way or this way. It tells you go. And the dialogue, it's got a lot of the original cast in it and oh, listening no. to Johnny like talk smack to people. And you're just walking through like I'm only I'm I've only done just the first mission, but it's the you're at the golf and stuff. And all these punks oh, no. keep keep grieving you. <laughs> and you're just walking through kicking the crap out of them. And you can like smash them into this big uh like the um the shoot and hoop game that you have at the, mm-hmm. at the arcades and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, there's this big stuffed octopus that you can slam a guy's head into. That's crazy. <laughs> and, and in classic arcade, arcade fashion, it's two player co-op on the screen together. So nice. I got to get the kids involved with me, man. Fun. I mean, there's not, you don't have to be a great gamer. It's just a lot of buttons, button mash. Yeah, like double dragon back in the day. Yes. Yes, dude. <laughs> and the, the, the music, 
Is it their music, like the original music? <laughs> it's like You're the best. No, it's video game style music, but it's all '80s shred guitar. Nice. <laughs> it's like here's what I would have recorded if they said, "Hey, can you do some music for this game? What are you am I allowed to use? A drum machine and one of your Ibanez guitars." Oh, <laughs> well then, yes, sir. Let me get right. Oh, I'll be Cue right on. Joe there. Satriani. <laughs> it's it's hilarious, man. Right, yeah. Joe Satriani esque. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, dude. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's something, man. Anyway, so yeah, there we go. Nice. So, so after the much lamented loss, speaking of video games, of the Skywalker saga, the Lego game, mm. still no definitive release time frame. Wow. I thought maybe it would sag for a minute and then they'd come back and say, yeah, we're planning on this. No, nothing. So, yeah, the it's on complete hiatus and, or, you know, as far as what we know about it. But, but what else we got going on in Star Wars? Well, I want to mention really quick, speaking of oh, Star Wars sorry. video games, speaking of Star Wars video games, um, I downloaded Squadrons because it's on Game Pass now, which didn't take very long. <laughs> and uh, uh, I played the first two missions, maybe, maybe three. And it wasn't that the, it wasn't that the controls were hard for me or anything. I, I got it pretty quick. It, it just uh, uh, I didn't like it very much, and I and I uninstalled it. Um, I was whenever when whenever whenever I was super hyped for the game, like I understood, um, and I know it's cool to fly an X wing and stuff like that. But I I've never liked flight sim- simulators and. The fact that you could just, just you just never get out of the ship. It's just perpetual ship and never like getting down and like fighting people with guns or whatever. I just I couldn't. I just it lost me pretty quick. I it, it became it, it became very repetitive very fast, and I and I just lost interest, which sucks because I love Star Wars. But man, I just I I knew from the get go that game wasn't for me, and I'm glad I didn't spend the forty dollars on it from the it came out. <sighs> Yeah, I will see that sitting there and think, hmm, maybe today. Yeah, <laughs> but then it never is. It's like I turn on my Xbox. You know what I might do today? I might play Star Wars. Oh, ugh, looks like mm-hmm. the new daily challenges for Red Dead Online are out. I better get on those. <laughs> oh, Cobra Kai, you say? Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. All the Bethesda <laughs> games are on <laughs> on Game Pass now. Doom 3? Doom Classic? Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah. It's not dude, my bag either, man. Dude, Microsoft is making moves. Uh, they with, with that whole Bethesda deal with Xbox, um they're trying hard to buy uh um uh Discord. Uh-huh. The and and they just bought uh for like 16 billion dollars. I forget what this Nueva or I don't know, I forget what it's called, but it's some kind of speak speak to tech technology that's used in the medical field they spent like 16 billion dollars to buy this company it's pretty crazy it must be very like important damn four uh, times more than star wars yeah um so microsoft's out there (laughs) take it over (laughs) under the under the radar a little bit (laughs) yeah well i mean they've got to have an infrastructure to prepare for the zombie influx they're going to get from all these vaccine recipients 
<laughs> right, right, right. They Wait, tried I thought to they get, were tracking their GPS. <laughs> they tried to buy TikTok last year, but the deal got blocked, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you guys know TikTok's a Chinese company. Yeah. Well they well they wanted to buy their 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 US market. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, Microsoft out there making moves, hustling. Um not not as much as Disney, obviously, but <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but as far as what's going on in Star Wars, man, like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh scraps here and there, honestly. Like they they announced some new High Republic stuff uh, from some authors that I'm in about. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I'm not going to hate on anybody. Um, they all there's also a rumor that uh, Star Wars Detours, a goofy cartoon that a lot of people have been clamoring to get back forever, is is, is might see the light of day on on a Disney Plus. Uh, so. I guess some people are excited about that. I I think I've seen one episode of it or maybe part of an episode and it was I don't know, it was all right. The animation was a little corny for me. Um but I think that's the point. I think it's supposed to be super corny. Um Eric, you've seen one of them, haven't you? Um I've saw a little bit of it. I've it was so not it wasn't what I was looking for that I didn't uh-huh. even finish watching it. I mean, not that that means I won't like it, but it's like, okay, man, some new Star Wars stuff would be cool. Oh wait, this is not it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just not. It's just not quite there. Um, and one of the one of the main things that kind of made made the rounds this week was uh, some leaked set photos from Star Wars Andor uh, came out, and, and and people were like, they got Imperial uniforms. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you heard Cassian say, but he's, he's been fighting this war since he was six years old. So uh, he's been he's been well against the Empire for a long time. So <laughs> I think they're hoping that the, the way those the way the outfits look, that there's a chance we'll see Krennic or something. That's probably what they're thinking because it's like the mm. the the what's what's that that outfit that he wore specifically? It's like a what kind of ranking officer? Um, oh, um, he's, uh, the ISB. Yeah, ISB officer. Yeah, yeah. He's a director of the ISB. The something I, I, Imperial Security Bureau. Is that what that stands for? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't remember. But I. I don't know if, if that. I can't remember if that was Krennic's role or not because he was the head of the Death Star. Yeah, project. but they wanted the head of the Death Star over from the ISB, obviously, because they're trying to keep that shit secret. I guess I can't. I. I, I, I just remember, Always I remember, made sense I, to me. I don't remember his exact title. It doesn't really matter. But I'm just saying that people got super hyped because they saw those uniforms. And I was like, yeah, yeah that I, you would expect those to be in there. So I wasn't too overwhelmed with it. But it's cool. It's cool to see action happening on Andor. You know what I mean? There's some movement. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real thing. There's pictures of sets. Sweet. It's kind of like, like I had the same amount of anticipation for seeing those set photos as much as I did when like last week. Like, oh, set photos, set video from... Obi Wan, it definitely looks like Tatooine. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, they got star stormtroopers <laughs> and Tie Fighters. I know those huts. I know those huts. I saw them not six months ago on the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Jabba the Hutt is on Tatooine in Kenobi? <laughs> what? Uh, Sorry for blowing your mind, <laughs> Boba Fett. Yeah. Anyways, 
so yeah, that's really honestly all there really is. Uh, uh, it's just been a, it's just it's just slow times. Like we're getting ready to get the Bad Batch that's coming May fourth. That'll that'll wrap up shortly after um, Falcon the Winter Soldier does, and then um, I Loki's coming out in June. So oh, I want. Yeah. So I, I I wonder I don't does anybody have any idea how long this season of the Bad Batch is supposed to be? I have um, no idea. I think I saw it was going to be fourteen episodes somewhere. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't see that, so I don't I, know. No, if it's going to be two seasons. I'll I'll tell you this, like, because I know we want to talk about Winter Soldier and and the Falcon. Um. The Loki series is the one I've been the most excited about the whole time. And I think that trailer dropped, what, this week? Yeah, we talked we about recorded. last week. Yeah, we did, yeah. But I just thinking about it since we talked about it last week, I'm just like, man, after watching this week's episode of the Winter Soldier and Falcon, I'm like, man, I wasn't amped for this Winter Soldier show. And now I'm in love with it. And I'm amped for Loki. So after watching that, you know, and taking some time since we recorded, I'm just like, man, these guys are just nailing it right now. Mm-hmm. Just nailing it. One thing that's really cool when you think about Loki, right? And you always want to have stuff in common with the stuff you like, you yeah. know. And you've got, um, uh, oh come on, what's his name? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. That plays Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Okay, so he's he's great as loki right well we have a lot in common with him because our podcast and tom hiddleston were both kicked to the curb by taylor swift (laughs) 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 we're both wearing our we heart taylor swift t-shirts and then next thing you know we're on the side of the road and nothing good starts in a getaway will she ever find love eric (laughs) taylor swift oh yeah dude she's been with the same dude for Going on four years now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I don't pay attention, so I didn't know. <laughs> she's she's here's what's cool about it. She's real quiet about it. She like they don't they don't you know. She doesn't he's want it to be like famous. a big public. Uh, he's an actor, but oh. <laughs> but he's no Taylor Swift. And uh, <laughs> gotcha. but you know he's That's probably um, why they're still together. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they um anyway. Blah blah blah. So blah, yeah, blah, blah. good good on good on them, man. I but. I tell you what else is cool. What else is cool that that that's coming from Marvel is that What If series that we saw at the beginning. Oh the, yeah, we got the trailer for uh, today. They've already had a bit of a trailer when they first announced it. Um, I've been really looking forward to that, just like I've been looking forward to that that um that Star Wars uh, like anime show. I've looking I've been looking forward to that a lot too. But that what if series looks like the animation is just going to be unreal, like like yeah. like like next level shit, and yeah. all, and all the concepts they're putting in there, uh, it's it's the what if series is is, is a cool series in in, in yeah. Marvel, and it's just it's just nice to see them not be afraid to like take a little risk and kind of like I guess it's not really a risk, but. It might confuse some kids, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Agent but, Carter as captain britannica or whatever yeah is wild you know that might throw some kids off yeah and then 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 i think they introduced a story where where what if uh uh t'challa was picked up by um 
the the, the it became Yondu. 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 yeah 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 so you know that's all really cool concepts and there's a lot of cool doctor strange stuff going on in the trailer and whatever so i'm really excited for that i, I like of course you know mandalorian is my love and all that stuff but like these marvel shows have just been like Disney overall, just top notch quality of all oh, this yeah. stuff. It's just it's it feels almost unfair, like how like how good a quality they are. The I tell you what, the only time I've noticed there's been there there's, there's been two times in these shows where I noticed kind of like some sketchy CGI, and one in Mandalorian we all talk about is when like when they're on we're on those they're on those speeders or on where they were riding those um uh, those creatures in in the Mandalorian. There's a bit of a kind of a wonkiness to them sometimes. But what I've noticed with Falcon and Winter Soldier, whenever there's uh, flames and it's like kind of darkish outside, mm-hmm. the flames look really Bake. very CGI. Yeah. It's, I, the I don't only know, time. And it's like one of those things like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's fire. People understand what that is. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to save money somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> because they really aren't saving money. And like we talked about last week, you know, like thinking about like doing the math on how many fucking subscribers they have. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they can afford to make these shows awesome. So yeah. thank, thank goodness people are, are staying signed up. Um, they're losing boomers though a little bit. Uh, my parents are thinking about canceling their subscription because they like they're the old shows we wanted to see, and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's more of us. Sorry. <laughs> Rachel's parents are the same way. Like they're not. I don't think. I don't think they're. Are they, are they boomers? I don't know. Does not matter? Um, but they. Like I was asking him, I'm like, why don't I mean, because he likes Star Wars a lot. Rachel's dad. I'm like, why aren't you watching Mandalorians? Well, I saw the episode. You're over here. I'm like, yeah, but you guys are like big Disney fans. You go to Disney parks and whatever else, like as adults by yourself. Like, 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 uh, I figured you'd have Disney Plus first day. He's like, ah, I just, I, I, I just assumed they they wouldn't have all the old shows that I liked as a kid growing up and the old movies and and they That's have. What my mom's complaining about. Yeah, they, they do. Have, but my mom's like, they don't have everything. Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of stuff on there is considered inappropriate for today's today or whatever, you know, like, um, but I think she just has Kurt Russell thirst, you know, <laughs> Kurt Russell, young, young teenager, seventies on freak or was it the sixties on Disney? I don't she know. talks about that all the time. I'm just like, Jesus, settle down, mom. Yeah, exactly. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Goldie Hawn's husband alone. <laughs> well, Snake I, I, Bliskin. are they even married? I don't think they ever got married. I think they just have stayed together. Yeah. Committed. You know, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, it is a good question. But anyways. I think her daughter divorced like the dude from the uh Counting Crows. Huh. Kate Hudson. He was she was married to the lead singer of the Counting no. Crows. No, she was like, married to the him. lead singer of the Black Crows. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, yeah, Black like, Crows. Yeah. Okay, whoops, yeah. wrong Crows band. Sorry, yes. guys. I got a lot of stuff right tonight, but man, I'm gonna miss one here. <laughs> wrong, yeah, wrong one. Um, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, anyway. Oh my gosh, complete complete side roll here. Um, I just right? happened to glance. At, I got some notification on uh, my. Taylor Swift mashups YouTube channel, not unsurprisingly, I guess the uh, Taylor Swift and DMX mashup has ramped up in views. Sure, um, yeah. but yeah, the passing of DMX, man, what a what a crap! Oh yeah, we didn't get to talk about yeah. that. Did you guys see the video um, in the 
it was outside the hospital when they were put, when the hearse was transporting him to the mortuary. Like the yeah. whole street was obviously full of New Yorkers without masks. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. But they were playing Rough Riders as he was going past. It, it was a pretty cool video. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Did they uh, have the Did they have the street four wheelers? Because that would have been even cooler. Oh, right? With the <laughs> yeah. like gold D's on them from like yeah. Daytona wheels on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, no, that I that that video always sticks out of my head. That mm-hmm. it, it just but what what's what, what I, I saw a, I saw a, a pretty cool TikTok tribute where they figured out that if they put a uh, if, if, if there's a stop sign above a railroad crossing, I saw that they, yeah. they, they can they can do uh, they they can do you know, stop shop but shut down rope rope up shop, but like you can put DMX. Uh, where, where, where the uh, where the uh, so the, the X, X is the crossroad and have the song above it and like all the other shit. It was just it was just cool. And they have the R and R for railroad and they wrote Rough Riders. R- Rough Riders, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, but that, but that, that, um, uh, and then there was X was the second rap album I ever bought, and of really? course, yeah. Well, I was like, I don't know, I was probably like thirteen or fourteen when it came out. But what, but, but what, what, what's funny is. My mom wouldn't let me have anything unedited. She bought all my freaking CDs at Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, I forgot they so, were the place if you wanted edited rap lyrics, which I was highly into in the two thousands. So I had uh, the the Puff Daddy album "No Way Out" right after Biggie came, right, right after Biggie me. died, and I had the uh, uh, and then there was X, both Walmart edited copies. So imagine, imagine my brain. When my friends who had cool parents, like, when, I, when I heard the real version, like, whoa, this is way different than the version I heard. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, just now, I mean, I, I, I wonder how kids today would react to like edited music. Like, I, I know, I know they offer it and sometimes, but like the, the streaming platforms, if you give your kids nope. access to it, like they're not going to choose the edited version of that song, <laughs> you know. So my kids, it's funny. <laughs> my son is fifteen, full on listens to fully on cursing rap. Yeah. Then yeah. you've got my eleven year old who's religious, and she's like trying to make sure her music's clean, and she's got all these <laughs> little playlists and shit. It's kind of funny <laughs> the opposite they are. <laughs> it's interesting, but yeah. R.I.P. D.M.X. He was a. I. He was a. He was oh, a. He was a, a bit a staple of my childhood for sure. Was, Did you get Jay Z's volume Carter Volume Two or not? Carter, no, uh, I never owned a Jay Z album. You didn't, man. No. I had edited one, man, because like I was Mormon back then when that came out. <laughs> man, we used to fucking listen to that shit in the car. Me and my wife, all like, yeah. dude. I had the edited version of the Limp Biscuit album that has a uh, break oh, stuff no. on it. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I took it straight back. Uh, yeah, well, oh, you man, were old I enough to do it. it. <laughs> I'm like, listen, this did not say anywhere on the packaging that this was edited. Well, sir, and I'm like, no, 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 let's start over. This did not say anywhere. Yeah, break stuff without any cuss words is pretty dumb. Dumb. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, significant other. The um, I'll break your fucking. While we were talking about Marvel TV shows, man. So let's just let's yeah. Are we a music songs. podcast now? Because we, we talked are. a fuck ton about we music can't we can't tonight. we can't play any though. Um, 
man, that's it's going to become the the uh, acapella motivators. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, no one's going to take us down for cracker. I'm just going to say that up front. When uh, our own pride should take us down for cracker. <laughs> oh, um, my soul is hurt. On but that but one. anyway, if anyway, I have a soul, so the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, just keeps ratcheting it up, man, and. They've managed to do something that, you know how we've talked about, and I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like we invented the, the notion of this, but the, the the bad guys, are they never think they're the bad guys. That's, mm-hmm. that's not how yeah. life works, with the rare exceptions of like the super evil genius, you, you know, like Lex Luthor, he ultimately knows he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he, th- he thrives on it. But then, you know, you take like the struggle of the rebellion versus the empire. Both of them assume they're the good guys and the others are bad guys. But in this case, you have, uh, so just full on spoilers, okay? Uh, you have uh, Infos Nest, you have Carly Morgenthau. She's plainly a good guy who's struggling to accomplish the things she wants to accomplish without people getting hurt and all all because basically like what life's dealt her and you you get this sense of like what's fair and what's reasonable and to see the heroes of the show especially sam want to like empathize with her and try to figure out what to do to to like have it not end with her dead yeah and then to see the, the, the but for captain america like starting to lose his mind and go off the deep end. I, they, oh, yeah. they ratcheted up the darkness in this episode. I like how much cursing there is. I like uh, uh-huh. the violence. And um, I like just the realism of the characters. That is one thing. I mean, there's been a lot of CGI. There's been a lot of effects. There's, you yeah. know, all that normal stuff. But man, digging into the meat of these characters and their struggles and yeah getting those drawn out moments the whole thing with with sam and and carly talking and then carly calling sam's sister and just all that those were yeah great great oh, man moments. the character building like there was a, a interaction between the falcon and the winter soldier when the winter soldier punches somebody or something he goes how come you didn't use the metal arm he goes i'm right-handed that that just stuck out to me the scene where he is with and i can't remember the character's name but uh one of the the wakandan soldiers Mm -hmm. yeah and is it was it oye and she they're at the fire and she it's whenever she recites the words that that are supposed to turn him Mm, and they don't and like watching him break down and weep. Yeah, realize he's free. Yeah, is is dude, how powerful, man. And good on Sebastian Stan to be able to to give a performance like that in a moment that's so touching and so Who knew who knew my guy had it in him? Dude. And I like I was telling you guys at the beginning before we recorded, I'm like, you know, these characters were interesting to me, but like I didn't care if they lived or died in Endgame. I wasn't sad when they got dusted, you know what I mean? But now I'm like, oh shit, these guys are awesome. Like I I see more in the value in their characters now. Now, it's for me, man, like I liked Bucky from the get-go in the, you know, Captain America the First Avenger. Mm-hmm. I I liked what he stood for because it reminded me of like things I did, for example, where I 
would have like this little tiny friend that I would look out for whenever buttholes would pick on him and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, what they did with this arc, like, I think the winter soldier is one of the best movies, one of the, <laughs> the best of all those MCU movies. It's so good. Uh, I just like him a lot. I like him a bunch. And, uh, he does a great job with the character. He, he really does. And this story's ratcheting up the way it is. And what are we, have we, are we for sure how many episodes we have of this? Is it just six, two more? No. Yep. Yeah. Just six for this little run. Dang dude. That I know dude. It, that makes me mad at that first episode. Well, I mean, I think he needed it to, to <laughs> set because what that first episode did. Okay. Was it let you know, okay, here's what's going on in the world. Here's the reality of the situation. You've got this guy who's a huge hero who can't even get a loan to save his family's business. You know what I mean? That's how fucked the world is. And you've got this, um, you've got this (sighs) villain slash do-gooder in Carly Morgenthau and why she believes what she does based on what you've got, you know, like what Sam's going through. Yeah. It, that's an interesting dynamic in the show because the age she's playing is what? Early twenties. You would say uh, they haven't really said, well, yeah, I'm not sure. Regardless, I would assume she's in her twenties, which means if she lived five years when everybody was missing, the majority of her kind of developing as a young adult was done during that five years time. And they experienced a world government. So it makes such a interesting dichotomy between the Avengers and who, who were blipped, you know, they weren't there for those five years. So the contextual like understanding of where these people are coming from is why they have this, you know, war like this this conflict between each other. Right. And it's just interesting as fuck. Just that to see that they're both I mean, like this is taking the bad guy to a good guy extreme because you really just don't you can't really say that they're they're bad guys. They're just right. reacting to their reality. Well, the thing is is she did something at the end, like both her and phony Captain America. Oh yeah. Great value America. Both did something at the very end of the episode that both made you like make those characters kind of flip for you a little bit because she threatened Sam's family, including her, including his nephews at the very end of that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, That, that, which was pretty dark for her. Yeah. That was like interesting. Yeah, and then and then fucking Captain America just straight up decapitated decapitated one of those dudes with the shield in the middle of the street and for all those cameras to see. Yeah, you know, yeah. blood going up the shield and all that stuff. Like those were two big character changing moments for those two people. So Oh yeah. I mean him more so obviously because it was more blatant. Like, you know, oh what I yeah, mean? he's like, not he's not Steve Rogers. He's like, like, hey, like, I'm not Steve Rogers. Like she may have not really meant it, but she just needed to make a, something happen. So she had to do what she had to do. R- right. Well, you know, though, too, it's like she's she says she wasn't she wasn't actually gonna do anything. She just needed to know what made Sam tick a little better. Yeah. To know better how to deal with him. Mm-hmm. And um, and to get some sort of psychological advantage over him. 
Yeah. But then well, at the same said, time, well, she says she wouldn't do anything. But then also, you, you know, she has the dialogue with the other guy in the car about how these are like acceptable losses. These people deserve this and, and all these things. And then when she kills, what's his name? Uh, pseudo Captain America's partner. Uh huh. What was his name? I she don't showed, know. She, she showed remorse. Yeah. It wasn't on purpose. Right. Um, yeah. Just, man. I, I, I was calling him uh, Western Family Falcon and Great Western. Value America. Because <laughs> they're just the off brand versions of like the real characters. Well, I like the honest. dude. I liked him better than I liked Captain America. Oh, it's, me too. Yeah. It's so weird, man. So, you know, that guy is uh Kurt Russell and Goldie, Goldie Hawn's son. Yeah. And you can see it sometimes when he has the, the, the cowl off. Yeah. But when you see him like on the very first episode that he makes the appearance when they trot him out to me, his face looked more like the old man from up. Yeah. Then he looks like a oh, handsome yeah. young Kurt oh, Russell. Yeah. And it's like, it's so weird. He has this weird combination of facial features that depending on what's prominent that day and what's not is it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry meets the girl who's really good looking, but in certain lights, she looks like she just crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but man, oh man, like Amanda and I watched this and she was freaking blown away. And that's to me again, I know I've said this a million times, but seeing her watch these shows, it, seeing it through her perspective is really cool because she doesn't yeah, have all the nerd baggage that we do. I, I was going to say, she's more of a casual in that regard. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but she, she really loves Marvel, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but, but, but she, she doesn't like geek out over it. Like yeah, she's do. not going to go and look up fan theories and, and yeah. go and read all the comics yeah. and all that stuff. Mm. But yeah, she loves like, the movies and and the shows like so. more than a casual, but not, you know, right. It, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's so to see her, see it, that's really cool too. And I'm dude, Aaron Kellyman is so badass, and dude, I'm she rules. so glad that she got this role. I mean, good on her. Cause now she's going to be super hot commodity. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, let's be know, honest. Her, you only love her. Cause she said your hair was awesome, but I loved her before then. <laughs> I, I know you did. I love I'm her kidding. because her hair is awesome. And I want to say awesome. this too. She definitely has the best hair in all of the MCU. Oh, hands down. So mm-hmm. the end. Ginger Fro, Gingers stick together. I'm Ginger, so I'm <laughs> pro Ginger. She is so cool, man. So cool. But um, she she had her this was her best episode by far, too. Yeah. She really had a, a she had a lot of dialogue, a lot of emotional, impactful moment moments. She got to she got to interact with the main characters. Like mm-hmm. it, she she got to really establish herself as a well, main character in this. In this well, episode. and and the yeah. uh, as far as seeing her range for once, you know, like seeing how she delivers the lines and dialogue. This is like the most dialogue she's had in anything I've seen her in, and I was like, damn, girl can like set it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with two more episodes to go, where do you think it's going to leave us? What do you think is going to no happen? No idea. No idea, man. That's the best part about it is I can't even begin to guess where this is going. I wonder. I, it's it's really weighing heavy on who's going to get the shield and whatever in the end and stuff like mm. that. And 
Um, what's going to, what's, where's Zemo going to be? He, I think, I think Zemo, uh, I think he gets free. I think there's no way they're letting that character not yeah. be out there in the world causing havoc. Right. Um, um, I'm a little worried about Aaron Kellyman's character. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like it would be, uh, an emotional moment if she if she died you know what i mean like because because she's in, more so than a, a bad guy or more so than like phony cap captain america like if because she after all was trying to fight for something that she believed was right and helping people but the, her her tactics caught up to her whatever mm-hmm. i mean and it, it was and it was Dude. a brutal moment we would all feel that moment much more than anybody but like the main characters dying you know what i Dude. mean and if Captain Russell Hahn kills her, would that be like super, like just laying it out there even more? I I, I would hate that if it was him because I, I would hate that I too. Because I was thinking about that, like, dude, he already killed somebody. Like, let's not do that again. Well, he's the one that's on the rampage after her. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and and they and they showed like a little like not 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 a preview, but like a there's like a only two episodes left trailer, and like and it showed like there's a moment where like the. Um, not waiting with her, but like we're like the we're Falcon and and Winter Soldier are like in a slight beginning of a conflict with the Captain America, fake uh-huh. Captain America, which we knew was going to happen because he got he got he became a super soldier. Which that transition happened quick. Tell you that yeah. much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poor old poor old Steve Rogers had to drink all kinds of shit, get injected, and get radiated for like a solid three three minutes, <laughs> and yeah. become you know four times the physical size. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that new serum took away that conveniently took away that whole having to build muscle mass part right. of it. So. Yeah, having right. to get cooked in like some incubator. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. Erin Kellyman is awesome and she's a badass, but like her muscle physique compared to Chris Evans, <laughs> they still have like the same kind of strength. Something happened there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, yeah. But anyhow. Great episode, man. I, I'm Very excited good. for it. And I, I hope I the best wishes for her and her career. She's got a lot of good good coming for her, I bet. Mm-hmm. And uh she deserves it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I, definitely that's why I wanted to mention how well acted she had done that performance. I mean, it's it's quality. I think she's gonna deserve more jobs because of it. She tells such a story with her eyes. Like yeah. she ha- she has very compassionate and uh, um, emotive eyes, even if they're not like doing what uh uh what's her name from Game of Thrones? Those her eyebrows are like all over the place, like worms. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but but like but like but she has very expressive eyes without having to like really do a lot with them. You just feel them. You feel the scene when she's looking at the at the past the yeah. camera. You feel it. Mm-hmm. and yeah and you feel like connected to her and her and her plight you know what i mean so yeah, yeah it, it i was a little worried when i first saw she was cast because i didn't i i, I guess I, I guess i didn't understand she was gonna be a super soldier I'm like how the hell is this this is this is, is she beating the shit out of these super soldiers you know what right. i mean but mm. i guess i should have seen that coming right well i i just also on top of that thought you just made i i I think it was nice to see her outside of Star Wars because I think we sometimes get biased because we're big Star Wars fans. So to see her in this role that's not Star Wars with a completely different like 
it's kind of the same as Infest Nest in some ways, but at the same time, it's not because it's mm. more physical. Like I, even though that well, was I mean, a physical, it's a, role, it's a similar, it's a similar kind of character arc. So I it mean, is very but similar without the mask. You know, because like the mask could just be, it, it kind of can. You know, like you kind of don't get a good read on if it's a good performance sometimes, but having to get to see her face and deliver lines, not with a voice modulation, you know, like she has in solo, mm-hmm. like just, it just gave me a new appreciation for how good she is at her mm-hmm. craft Definitely. with this episode specifically. Yeah, man. She's really good. The whole show is really good. All the actors yeah. involved are very, very good. But like I said, I, it's I making me fall pleasantly even, surprised. It's making me fall even more in love with the character of the Winter Soldier and Bucky yeah. himself. Like I, I really feel like Sebastian Stan is just—he brought a level that I just didn't see coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just—it's very, very good. He took all that uh, dark vibe that we get from Hawkeye in Endgame and like just turned it on a different level. For this, uh, I don't know if I compare compare those two. Like, it's a whole different thing. Like, well, no, no. But what I mean is, like, they're dealing with different issues, but how they deal with pain is completely different. So it's it's kind of a good contrast to see, like, how people. It just shows the human side of people. How like you can't just say people are going to follow this certain way if this happens to them. Right. It's nice to see the difference in how mental health has affected those characters differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm real psyched to see what comes next. I hope Carly makes it out of it. I hope crapped in America is dead by the end. Yes. Of it. And, um, <laughs> crapped in America. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with it. But I'm not, I'm, I'm really, it, it was very unfortunate that, uh, once again, an actor got ran off the internet because people can't separate the actor from the character. Ah, uh, that that was pretty harsh. Who was that? I didn't notice. Yeah, it was the 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 uh, what? Why is it Wyatt Wyatt Russell? That's his name. Oh, that dude got run off the internet. Yeah, like like he, he, he got, 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 got got like a shit ton of death threats and stuff because people are fucking stupid. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. God. Way to go, Humans fandom. Suck. <laughs> Humans suck. God, what? Humans suck, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was it was it was Daisy, and then it was Kelly Marie, and and now and now Dude, look at Wyatt. <laughs> our state took away the mask mandate, our legislature, and yesterday a store asked somebody to leave the store because they wouldn't wear a mask, and the dude threatened to come back with a gun and kill everybody in the store, yeah, and so they people, had to close the store down. And I hope that guy got arrested because that would be uh, they got him. But you're just like humans suck. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Go us. <laughs> well, on that note, before we turn to down too dark a path, have we missed anything, lads? Zach, no, no, got, I don't think so, man. I mean, it, man. again, no Star Wars news, but we're glad everybody's listening and yeah. check us out on Patreon. We're glad we're out of jail. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, speaking of Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. Um, I just dropped an episode of That's Metal. It was late because of me editing all the shows. I'm slightly behind, but I will be caught up on my two shows by the it, this upcoming weekend. Um, yeah, it was the music by the numbers where I talked about the thing from Back to the Future, 
Hey, mm-hmm. the hey guys, this is listen up. This is a blues riff and B. I play my guitar. I walk us through like just si- kind of like some of the um, form and function of music and chord progressions, and it's a really good time, man. The feedback on the episode's been great, and uh, there's something for everybody. What do you guys got going on over there at Patreon right now? We're gonna um, record another uh, sports documentary. Yeah, commentary this week. We'll drop on Friday. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, um, I just dropped. Um, I'm getting ready. To, I'm going to actually drop in tomorrow. So when this episode comes out, it'll be already out. But we're, me and Tom and Rashad and I are continuing our uh, X-Men uh, comic venture in the, in the Extinction Agenda, which is what the, the series is called. And uh, the variance in art quality is staggering from oh, issue really? to issue. Yeah, because they have three different artists working on it. It's like, it's a, it's Jim Lee. It's a, it's It's Liefeld. And then it's some dude I got no idea, but he draws a lot of melted faces, and it's weird. Um, but uh, <laughs> but we it it like yeah, it's 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 been a, it's a crazy time. It, it's in and Tom selected all of these comics because I was like, hey guys, we should do something different. And I've always wanted to learn more about X Men, so let's do that. And it's been it's been an interesting ride. It's been nice to switch it up for sure. That's Fun. cool. Yeah. Um. Sometime in the this month, I will have the first series of I'm going to do a panel review of we're going to watch an hour of Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League and then <laughs> break it all down because the movie's fucking four hours so I'm not going to do that all in one shot I'm not going to put patrons through that pain but we're going to make it a four-part series and then the second announcement I have is we will do a Patreon hangout on the 25th of April so if you guys could remind me to announce that next week too or forgotten <laughs> the uh <laughs> Dick, <laughs> say it. I'll forget. Um, uh, I will narrow down a time next week. I'll announce next week's show. All right. So I do. I do want to put together another Red Dead Motivators night. I'll just have to figure out when that's going to be. Uh, I'll make sure to give everybody some advance notice. I also um, want to say with the Snyder Cut, I I wasn't a big fan of Justice League at all. Honestly, I watched I it. it. I watched it twice. And was not, yeah, it wasn't. How'd great. you get through it twice? I can't even get through it the second time. Well, I, I think always I always die off in the middle. I started watching it because the first time I either fell asleep during it or something. But like, right? I tried to give it another. <laughs> I had tried to give it another shot. But dude, this version of it. Now I only watched about the first half of it. Okay. Okay, so I, you get two hours. But it's only because I ran out of time to watch it, not because I'm like, I'm sick of this. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. It's just well, so much better, and it is. I can't watch it because I promise to not watch it till we record it. So when you hear the recording, it'll be my first time seeing it. It's uh, definitely worth a look to me okay. anyway. Because I'm I, expecting it to be awful. I I I kind of loved it. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you liked the first one, so no, I didn't like the first Justice League that much. Oh, you it, didn't? It, it definitely oh. felt wacky to say the least. Um, I, 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 I admit that I like I like Batman versus Superman, but not like to the level where I was like, oh my god, I love it so much. But like Justice League, the the the, the uh, Snyder cut was very good, it just was, and I was surprised because I expected like this whole like wash of like fucking everything sucks horrible and like it, people were surprisingly calm about it on the internet i was well at least from what i saw the, the which, reality which, is which is great not not much 
the you never heard anybody complain about the Peter Jackson extended Lord of the Rings movies either because they like fully got like everything fleshed out. Clearly, is what it sounds like. Uh, I don't know if they needed to be like that though. Those movies are already really long. No, but what I mean is like Justice League sounds like people aren't complaining in the same vein because uh, he gets to flesh all his ideas out. Well, I will say that it 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 does feel a little. Obviously, if it's a four-hour movie, it feels long. Obviously, it's a, it feels a little too long. But uh, overall, the 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 second half of the movie is just like intense and like very very mm. well done. Uh, the first half is a lot of story building for um, cyborg mainly. A lot of a, a lot of cyborg storytelling. Yeah, they cut on. him out of the original. Yeah. He really wasn't in the original that much. Yeah, it was. But he's supposed to, he's supposed to be like he was supposed to be like the center of the whole thing. Um, but his, his arc was very good. Um, so yeah, gotcha. I think you'll like it better than you did the original one. Okay. Well, it'd be interesting to see how it happens. I mean, obviously I'm open to liking it more. I'm just, my expectations are very low. Yeah. Even wonder woman was much more badass in this version than the justice league version. I wasn't a fan of 1984. That, that was that was a was little okay. hard to take. It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, I, I thought I'm I thought a little Pedro worried Pascal for her great. Star Wars movie now. After seeing it, I'll be honest. I, I thought I thought Pedro Pascal was great in it. Yeah, but, he killed it. He was. But really he's great. Good. He's great in everything. So yeah, he's kinda, uh, yeah, how he does things. <laughs> well, well we anyhow, Marvel and DC in one show. <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash the Bad Motivators for where low low price of something you can get something. <laughs> But also check out our merch on both Tee Public and Redbubble. And again, a huge, huge thanks to our friends who helped us out these last two weeks, getting the show yes. out there to the masses. And uh, Steal Raj, yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. So yeah, check out the show description for all that stuff. And follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers and Luke. At Luke Cruiser. And Dallas. At Turkin Tangents. Sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The Bad Motivators.